Hello? Oh, well, hello. How are you doing? I'm fine. How are you today? You're on the air. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm on the air. Okay. I'm on the air. Oh, Go yeah. ahead. And you don't want to try a British accent before we go any further? Blimey. So actually, right now, we're just going over our last will and testament because we got, the, uh, we got stuff from the lawyer, so we just have to review it make sure everything's okay. Uh, you know, so, nothing says and, a beautiful and, full day like going over your final wishes. I can feel the house shaking, whatever he's doing. He's marching in place with Amy and having a heck of a time. Daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> I have to find him a, someone else. Like, on her epitaph, it will read, that wasn't real vanilla. Yes. Yeah. If anybody dares use fake stuff, mm-hmm. their dish is ruined. Ruined. Should yes. salad ever be served as part of a Thanksgiving dinner? No. No, no, no. Exactly. Does not go with turkey dinner. Turkey has a traditional turkey dinner like the pilgrims had. They never had salad. <laughs> uh, I don't get it. Hello? Are you nuts? Are you kidding me? Are you? This is Saturday. Saturday, right? Yeah. Oh, God. Do again. Oh, Eric, wait a minute. Is this, is this a podcast? Yeah. Oh, my God. Dear Evan, I'm extremely upset. My son got married in here. I'm very happy to hear that. My wife is working on it. I've seen a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. All right, like it or not, here we go. Well, yeah. What's happening out there? Yeah, it's a different voice you're hearing. Yeah, welcome. Welcome. Ladies and gentlemen of uh, of our dear pod family, old and new, welcome to the show. This is uh, co-creator and producer of Dear Pod, James Jules Ferris, behind the microphone today. Please, please, everybody is fine. No one died. I just gave Patty and Aaron a very well-deserved week off. And because of that, I did not want to not have an episode this week. So I got an idea, an idea that we should uh, take this week and celebrate. And the person that we're going to be celebrating for this episode is my mother-in-law. Yes, you all know her as the star of the Moth Report, Miss Ellen McGuire, Moth herself. Today, we are celebrating everything that is the Moth Report. And now it's time for the Moth Report. It's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee-dee-dee-dee-dee-dee noise. All right, well, let's see how this is going to work. Everybody, please batten down your hatches, take a big deep breath, because I have no idea what's going to happen today. Welcome to Dear Pod, the Comedy Advice Podcast. I am today's host, James Jules Ferris, and I am coming at you live from the Maha'a Tiki Lounge in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Who donned our socks and washed our shirts when we were helpless little squirts? Mammy! Who kept the buttons on our clothes? Who scrubbed our ears and blew our nose? Mammy! Oh, Mammy. It's your little boy, Sammy. Coming home from Alabama. Put on those eggs and hammy. Don't flim flammy, Mammy. Mammy. 
I picked it as a soundbite of the day because Aaron and her family grew up on the Three Stooges, and we're talking to our one of our most favorite favorite mammies today, Moth. Uh, so you may not know how any of this began. So we were about oh gosh, a good um, twenty three episodes deep into Dear Pod when we first started out, and I was starting to think about how we can expand and bring in different segments of the show, and one day. During an actual performance in real time, Aaron and Patrick started talking about this. I love talking about the weather. Mm-hmm. Um, I love ailments of the day. Every mother wants to talk about the weather. I get the rundown on multiple different spots. My mother's now become um, a weatherman. Uh, my mother has the IntelliCast radar up, and she always tells me when and exactly what time the rain is going to be running through. But this is also the same woman who likes to watch port webcams and watch cruise ships coming in and out. She watches other people on vacation. This is what they do. Mothers give you the weather rundown and tell you who's dying now. Yeah. I love a mother weather report. Those should be the meteorologists from now on. And oh at the end God. of every weather report, they're like, did you eat your beans? And then it just cuts right back so to the So what are you going to have for dinner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And while I was editing that podcast that week, it just dawned on me wait a second, there might be something here. So I reached out to her and I said, do you think that we could call your mom and get the weather? And if it works out, we might have her on a weekly basis. And Erin just lit up. She's like, oh, oh, yes. Now, as you may or may not know, my mother-in-law is a very shy person. I mean, get around her family. She's nothing but uh, uh, just laughs and has a great time. But in a uh, social situation, she can retreat a bit and be a bit shy. But there's something about being in the privacy of her own home or her car when Aaron and Patrick call her and she's just able to let loose. So without further ado, let's just take a quick look back at the very first Moth Report. So this is uh, this is very exciting to try to introduce this. That we're just going to try something new this week. We're going to see if it works okay. based on our conversation I mean, from last know, week. I'm just a squirrel trying to get a nut. Look, don't interrupt me anymore or I will end your life. Time for our new segment. What is it? The Moth Report. The what? That's right. We're going to call my mother and get the weather wherever she's standing. Do you call it the Moth? The Moth Report. I call her Mothra. <laughs> It's just a thing. It was something that started in high school. Everybody I know calls her Mothra. Everybody in my family now that's calls her good, Mothra. That's not a good thing if you oh. ever Googled Mothra. Actually, it's a pretty accurate thing if you Google okay. Mothra. All right. Well, because that's a sound she makes when she gets angry. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking terrible sound. <laughs> it's just scraped my vocal cords. <laughs> So um, let's do it. We're going to give my mother a ring, a ring-a-ding-ding. All Hold right. on. I like my mother in her natural state of complete surprise of, oh, am I on the air? I don't want her to act formal or weird, but even her acting formal and weird might be very entertaining. So we're going to we're gonna find out what's going to happen. Okay. It's time for the moth report. Let's call my mother and find out what the weather is like where she's standing. I like, you well, like this new segment? I have oh. no choice. This is our first call-in. I don't know what to expect. She's patched into the board. Hello, can you hear me? 
I can hear you. Can you <gasps> hear me? There oh. you are. You're patched huh? in. <laughs> wow, it's so clear. It's like you're in the state of New Jersey where the like weather. You sound like you're in a tin can. Well, I, we are. We're in a very small tin. I'm oh. in here with Patrick. We okay. ate out of the can Patrick. of whore milk Hi. chili. <laughs> Hi, Jim. Hi. Oh, am I supposed to say Jim? <laughs> am I supposed to pretend he's not there? Oh, this is going to be very entertaining. Hello, where are you right now? I am actually on Alan's front steps. <laughs> and where is that? Framingham, Massachusetts. In Framingham. Not Framingham. for long. Oh, my God. It is gorgeous out today. We just came from the football game, and oh. uh, it was perfect. Perfect, perfect, sunny, not a cloud in the sky. Oh, Excellent. And, oh, and um, how hot is it there? Is it hot? 70 degrees. How better can you get than that? Then what are we going to complain about if the weather oh, is so nice? Well, I have something for you. To complain uh, about? Well, not complain, but something to get excited about. They just had uh, yesterday a, a winter storm in Montana, <gasps> and they had up to 30 inches in the mountains. What? That's so they have. That's coming this way. Don't lie just to get me. Get ready. But between now and then, it's going to be nice and dry and really good hair days, you know? My hair has never looked better, I have to say, because down in Florida, it's like hot and muggy, and they have showers like every afternoon. The dew point is 74. I could never live there because I would look hideous. So I have to stay where I am. Or move to California, the land of the beautiful people where there is perfect hair days. Nobody has a bad hair day on California. So I am sure the in- state of California wants you. They do. There's a lot of asylums out there. Ah, yes, yes. But I recall being there two times, and I didn't have a bad hair day there either. But oh. Florida, forget it. Cape Cod, forget it. I can't be in humidity. So other than that, <laughs> uh, I I look much better in this kind of a uh, climate, and uh, so I'm going to stick with this extended summer with the dry days and sunshine. I'm liking it. Oh, I am so proud of you. I am so good. glad to hear that you're having a good hair day thanks to the I, weather where you I are. I am. You know what? If your hair doesn't look good, you're not happy. I mean, mothers are very good for giving us weather, so we want to thank you so much. For, for... How come you can't take any of my other advice? I have very good advice. <laughs> I have, where is this I going? I thought it was just the weather sense. segment. You have excellent common sense. Yes. Did you hear this? You know, the world is lacking in common sense, and I'm loaded with it. We've so, given this woman so too know. much of a platform already, you guys. I'm yeah. terrified that we opened up Pandora's box here today. Well, you can close it. Um, Do you want to give Patrick any advice before we get you off this, off this line? Because I, Patrick. I'm gonna, I'm terrified of what you're gonna say and what kind of family secrets you're gonna give away <laughs> and the skeletons that are in our closet. Do you have any advice for Patrick, uh, in life in general? Any, any words of wisdom to live by? No, he is the cutest, and he is just, <sighs> I just, I just think he's so great, and I love his insight. He make, he make very good uh, answers to some of your listener mail. Oh. I, I'm very impressed with his writing skills. Oh, oh those two, Aaron. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh so. yours too, Erin. Yours too. Oh, yeah, you're all right too. No, but Patrick's the good child. No, it's always Isn't about Patrick. Isn't he gorgeous? <laughs> don't even. Don't you get? He has a shit-eating grin on his face because of what you just said. Yes, I swear. Erin, don't swear. It's not ladylike. It isn't. It isn't. I've told you that many times. No. God help us. Well, uh. this this has been um. This has been illuminating. I got way okay. more than the weather. And, and you can cut out anything you like. Oh, 
Oh, oh, I, I thank you. We'll keep it I'll all cut out in. my ego. That's and... Jim's department. He's going <laughs> to, if I said anything offensive, he'll cut that out. So <laughs> You're always saying something offensive, ma'am. Always. <laughs> Someone needs to get online right now. Go to a design your own t-shirt site and in quotes, make a t-shirt that says, if your hair doesn't look good, you're not happy. And underneath that, just put the word moth. Oh, my goodness. You know, that is reminding me. I've always thought in the best sense of it all, my mother-in-law has always had this wonderful quality about her. She reminds me of Gracie Allen. And if you don't know who Gracie Allen is, shame on you. Uh, She was the wife of George Burns. Burns and Allen, one of the greatest comedy duos in the history of comedy. And famously, George Burns used to say all he had to do was get up on stage and turn to Gracie and say, Gracie, tell me about your brother. And for the next half hour, she would just keep talking. And I feel that that's the essence that uh, Moth brings to this show. Oh, God, it was so much fun. When Aaron and I were listening to the Moth Report for the first time in the editing room, and and we just looked at each other and said, there's something here. And so we just inundated our audience with her for the next God knows how many months because we want the world to experience what we are experiencing, just this great laughter and joy from this woman. One of my favorite things that happens sometimes when we call Moth is when Moth forgets that we we're going to call. And what you're about to hear is the first time this happens, and they are beside themselves that they're not picking up. And when she finally picked up, Moth actually used the phrase, is this is this a podcast? And they just couldn't let it go. So what happens is when she doesn't pick up the phone, the two of them hysterically get angry at her, and they they just berate the poor woman and to the point that sometimes Patrick swears at her and my mother-in-law can't stop laughing. I'm trying to stifle my laughter and it's just wonderful chaos. There, listen for yourself. I gotta take Hurry, it Aaron, right now, we're losing time. This is a mess. <laughs> oh, there she is. Well, thank you, oh, madam. Thanks for showing up to our podcast. What a wonderful Christmas episode this is. This is ho, great. ho, no, ho. different than any other holiday Christmas. Sparrow. Disappointing. <laughs> Disappointing. Is Mom's this... ruining Christmas again. But now we have our new our new show t-shirt, which is, is this a podcast? Yes, this is a podcast. Welcome. I welcome. No, it's a birthing center. <laughs> Happy holidays! Happy friggin' holidays! (laughs) Chaos! Stop those stupid bills! Oh my god! This is. I don't know if I'm. What? 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 You don't know if you're what? You don't know if you're what? Prepared? (laughs) Look out the window and tell us what it looks like. God. Where are you driving? You're not ABC 7's Andy Avalos. Tell us what the weather is. It's an opinion piece. <laughs> you didn't call me this morning to tell me that you'd be doing this. I know. I'm so sorry I forgot, but surprise! Oh, God. <laughs> I, I said I didn't recognize the number. We're in the car, of course. Don't answer I it. I don't trust him. Where are you driving right now? I'm in the middle of Lexington Center. Oh, I Jesus. I do some errands, but I thought you're just confusing the daylights out of me. I oh! Thought, 
I thought you did this on Sundays. Look, every now and then things change. I didn't prep you, no, but God, you know what? Here's the thing. You need to be ready at a moment's notice to give us a weather report. Oh, I can't be held responsible, you know? I don't know. This is so much responsibility. I'm not sure if I'm doing it right. Probably not. But anyway. Well, it's the end of the year. Do you want to lose your job here at the podcast? I know I do. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. So pull over before somebody pulls you over. I am. What I'm is in front th- of the Lexington Police Department because two guys just drove by me, and I'm on my phone. <laughs> and you're in front of the police department? I'm just gonna, walk if in. I get a, if I get a ticket, I'm sending it to you. Oh, good. Courtesy yeah. of Pineapple Ranch. Just walk in there and just give yourself up right now. I know. Say I know. you're a disappointment. What is the I weather like where not- you're standing? Oh, well, it's freezing cold, but it's quite sunny and pretty, and there's no clouds in the sky, and the sky is blue. I have no idea how any uh, creator of podcasts out there, what their MO is, you know, when they're creating their shows, you know, what they want out of it. Is it something that's supposed to be, you know, uh, educational, entertaining, insightful, you know, all we've ever wanted to do here is to make you laugh and just forget about all the crap that's happening out all over the world. And, um, and I, this is one of the segments of the show that I think really hits home with that. It's just, it's just great fun. And this next segment you're going to hear is pretty much an entire moth report, uh, from episode, I think it was 42. And the episode was about pregnancy. This whole moth report sort of encapsulates what I want this show to be. It's hysterical. It's chaotic. It's just light and great fun. Um, (laughs) Listen, as you're listening to this, listen to Patrick just poking the bear. He tries to say things to my mother-in-law to, to shock her, get under her, get under her skin in a very fun, uncomfortable way. Aaron's reaction to Patrick when he, when, when he presses those buttons is just sheer screaming. She just screams at the microphone because she doesn't want her mother to go down this path. And my mother-in-law coming in to the show, I also I love when um, Moth has an agenda. Either she's just having a day, you know, good, bad, or whatever, and she just just starts off the podcast in, in, in her mood and her mode. I just love this from beginning to end. It's time to call my mother once and for all. It's time. Is it's this the time last time we the, call your mom? I don't ever, ever. Cause she's going to be like, I'm done. Uh, I'd like to quit the, the I iPod, would like to know, please. I'd like to know exactly how you were conceived. Um, That's I, what I'm going to ask her. I am horrified and yet curious what's what was she happen. wearing what was happening how much liquor i'm gonna say white zinfandel was involved was it over a bench oh hello uh, hi sorry sorry you interrupted our laughing for a minute there uh oh, hi sorry i'm sorry about the joy i am patrick has some oh. horrifying questions for well, you today somebody's happy Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God! What happened to you, June? You're not oh, pregnant, nothing. are you? Are you I pregnant? I'm looking around this house, and it's a mess. This is my January doldrum. I've got paint samples. I want your father to stop painting now. I think I need a complete makeover. I look hideous, and I have 
had it with snow and cold. I I need to get someplace warm quickly. Is this the negativity you told us to avoid? (laughs) (laughs) Are you are you pregnant? (laughs) Yes. Wow. Um, Look, the topic this week is pregnancy, and be that as neither myself nor Patrick have ever experienced this, can you tell us about the joys and pains of pregnancy? I lost my mind when I was pregnant. Well, actually, (laughs) after after the birth, I was I lost my mind. I I think with with my first one, I went through like a real funk that lasted months, and uh, I I don't know. They didn't really do anything for you back in the seventies. They just you'd go to the doctor and you'd complain and he'd say well get over it yeah (laughs) Yeah, get over it Uh, uh, nowadays they give you stuff you know but thanks to brooke shields i'm better off not having had stuff so uh but but when alan was born i went kind of like into a a, a, i guess a depression not nothing personal alan if you're listening Uh, (laughs) he's not (laughs) don't worry he's not not. (laughs) but i i think it was because it was december i was stuck in the house all winter and the only thing that pulled me out of it I started to go back to work one day a week. However, when you were born, I was ready for it, just waiting for it, and it never happened. As a matter of fact, I kind of like went the other way, and I became a hippie. <laughs> and I would eat cheese and crackers and put on music and dance with you. And you were like two months old. And so this is why I am the good any, child. Any formation in your personality of today that you were you were dancing when you were like eight weeks old. So. Maybe that had something to do with your current. Maybe it was the way that she was conceived. Stop it! <laughs> stop it, Patrick! Stop! And yet, I, I, I I'm, like, I, I'm like, I, I, stop, I, I, go, I, I, stop, go, stop, uh, go. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I was delivered by I a like stork. Sound, I was delivered I like by a stork. the sound effects that went along with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Well, I don't think I'm going to talk about anything like that on public. <laughs> Well, you can, you can, you can. Doesn't bother me. Don't listen to Patrick. Don't listen to him. Look me in the eyes. Don't listen to him. Right now I'm scraping my eyeballs out of their sockets. Oh my God. It's fine. You can go. This is a safe space. This is, nobody's listening. No one's listening. You can talk about it. What were you wearing? Were you, (laughs) (laughs) was White Zinfandel involved? I'm not going into that. Port wine cheese ball. Triscuits. The stage is set. Eleanor Roosevelt. <laughs> what are you doing in here? How did you get onto this topic? Ball game. I can't believe it. Um, yeah. We, this was your daughter's choice. This was not my choice to discuss that. Well, actually, I, I'm sure that it's a good topic. Everybody's got an opinion on that. So you should have a lot of. An interest, opinion on you know? what? How I was conceived? No, on like pregnancy. Birth, the birth. birth. The bar- oh, on actually- what you should do. Well, this is technically not birth. It's pregnancy. So w- things that oh. you experience during pregnancy mm. basically okay. is well, the theme. Uh, I, 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 I passed out and threw up over French toast. and <laughs> Maybe you just didn't want it. <laughs> It de- were you at Denny's? I mean, it's not high-end <laughs> yeah. French toast. I mean, I would have done the same. Yeah. Just weird. And then when I was pregnant with you, I was sick for like three weeks solid, day and night. And I Same. used to hang out the window of the car to get air. 
See, what I'm saying so Aaron is that... Aaron was oh, stealing your breath even then. Yes, I was. I was making you sick to your stomach before oh, I was even on this God. earth. I, I remember now that like it's like being nauseous 24 hours a day for about three weeks. Oh. And your father would try to get me out of the house and take Alan down to play basketball. And the two of them would be playing basketball. And I am in the car with the window open with my two arms hanging out the door. Oh, that would have been a why vision. Why did you just leave me home? Why did you <laughs> Which is also me? how she was conceived, how I was conceived. <laughs> I, and then I thought, what have I done? Am yeah. I crazy? See, there you go. Every woman in, during a pregnancy probably asks themselves, what did I do to myself? Absolutely. There are Absolutely. the non-magical moments of pregnancy. Yeah, and then as time goes on, like, you know, like eight, eight plus months, you think, how am I going to get this out? <laughs> <laughs> Which is ironically what it. Patrick said when they brought their piano into their apartment. <laughs> how am I going to get this out of here? That's a narrow hallway. Wow. Such a wide piano. Are you happy that you had kids? Of course I am. Did you yeah. notice that you can, pause? That ironically I mean, pregnant I, I, No I, one's listening. Yeah, it's I'd just I'd probably us. have a lot more money in the bank if I didn't have kids. But, oh, uh, that's for damn. I guess that's kind of universal. <laughs> but then you wouldn't be on this podcast, which brings you so much that's joy. That's right. I would be sitting in the other room grousing about the color of the walls. If it weren't for you. <laughs> if it weren't for me, pointing <laughs> so out said, that I'm that is a terrible color. Sure. I'm going to go pay some bills instead. And then your phone call came in, so you got me away from that too. So, oh, okay. Other than that, I'm so having I, a really good day. Is the weather bad there? Then is this no, what's actually? It's it's absolutely beautiful outside. We have a three inch coating of white snow. It would be like the perfect day to go skiing if my bones weren't so brittle. Uh, but other than that, it's a lovely Lights day. Dinner. I know a drug that can help you with your brittle bones. Blydenis oh, really? Prolia. Just please take this <laughs> scarf off my neck. It's so heavy. Please give me I, some Prolia, please. I'm barely standing. I don't know. Standing. I think I'm beyond. Here's a question, because based on some of the things we're talking about today, did any strangers touch your stomach? Strangers? Or anybody touch your stomach? You know, when people go up, oh, you're pregnant, and then they start they touching. They feel oh, it's okay oh, to... Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant like the doctor, in which case he just shoves his whole hand up. Somebody hand me my Angelou's ashes! We're going to have to disconnect them. I'm going to have to dip my hands and eyes in bleach. We're going to have to go to a commercial. Cut to commercial. Cut to commercial. Do you use Prolia for brittle bones? If somebody can help me, my head is sunk down to my ass. I'm blind. Yeah. In case you didn't know, the doctor shoves his whole hand up. As you have all figured out a long time ago, we here in the Maha'a Tiki Lounge are 13-year-old boys. And Aaron and Patrick prove this on a weekly basis. And at the Pineapple Ranch, farting is always funny. But <laughs> during the moth reports, they're looking. But they're looking for the double entendre. Here's a quick follow-up that Patrick discovered after one moth report. So I took some notes. Okay. Um, after she talked about her pants being inside out and then she said the mailman came and I nearly spit out my water. 
She said the mailman came and then someone else came. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> and when she was talking about the nuts, like, oh, he just played. They were always here for his nuts. I'm like, what is <laughs> what? happening at your house? And meatballs, balls. There were, it's a lot the going meatballs. on. And then when she was like, your father doesn't have any rhythm. And then I, she made it so, I thought she was going to launch into like Beyonce's like homecoming. She's like, but I was part of the marching band. Oh <laughs> Where my is going? God. How did you leave chocolate, chocolate frosty out of this? <laughs> that was a moth report for the ages you guys we couldn't have asked for a better one on our anniversary show i have to say she teed that up beautifully for you and now ladies and gentlemen without further ado the ultimate double entendre moth report segment enjoy um what what what's going on up there i said this is the johnny depp weather where it's hot but gross so what are you experiencing up there well, we got home and we went over to Allen's house and went swimming. And then we came home here and it was 100 degrees in the house because we haven't been here for days. Oh. So I said, the first thing I want is get that air conditioner in the window because we don't have central air like some you people You didn't put your air conditioner in? It's July. Well, we, we haven't been home. We have not been home. So there was no need. But now there's a need. And, and, uh, and it happens every year. Your father loses so much fluid when he's trying to put it in the window because we always pick the hottest day of the year. And I'm saying, I'm, I'm begging, please put it in. I'll help you. I'll do anything I can, you know? He's very organized. So so it's, it's a heavy sucker, too, you know? But I said, God. I bet. I bet. Wow. But well. it did. Glad well, you don't have to beg for it anymore. No, I have to be nice, nice to him. I'm, you know, I'll, I'll, I was gonna say I'll cook him his favorite dinner, but I wasn't cooking tonight, so I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I said maybe I can get the girl next door to, to sunbathe for you. Maybe you can. Hey, listen, she, she would. I think she would. Oh. My God. <laughs> wow. Wow, this may be the most illuminating moth report that I think that we've would you would you agree See what, happen? See what happens when yeah. I'm hungry? I ramble. And I don't like to do that because I end up saying stupid things. Happens all the time. Happens all the time. It happens every day. You know, this time it's only worse because I'm on the air. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. That's my Jody Foster in context. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You'll have to watch it now. <laughs> Every time you see that scene, I want you to think of me. As soon as oh. you said it, oh. I knew what she was talking about. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. <laughs> and then they drop her through a wormhole and she meets her father uh, in like yeah, Miami yeah, Beach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, this has been the most literally illuminating moth report. There's nudity. Yeah. There's this Jody has been Foster. fun. It's and it's always good talking to you guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> She's so energized. <laughs> Would you like to say bye to some people in the room before we let you go to go? Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, bye, go. Patty. Bye. bye, Patty. We love you. Bye, Jim. Bye. Love oh. you too, man. And Erin. I'm okay to go. Okay. I'm Take okay it away. I'm okay to go. I, I'm okay to go. I'm okay to go. Okay. 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 She's, she's okay to go. It's okay she's, to go. It's okay you to go. You can go now. Go. 
Kau! <laughs> you know, the best part is, is that like, it's like a doll where you pull the trigger on the back of the doll to speak to you, except it's mm-hmm. like a Chucky doll. So it's taken over by some sort of different force and right. it, it keeps going. And then you're like, but I took the tape out. And then you look at her back and you're like, oh, there's no tape. Right. Right. But whatever your dad was doing was really heavy. <laughs> <laughs> she was you just know, like, she, she it's didn't too even heavy know. and I'm hot and honestly, liquids everywhere. That you could break that whole transcript down and do that as a monologue and animate it mm-hmm. with porn. A hundred percent. Okay, then we reached a part of the show that we have no other option but to call the Lady of the Hour. Hello? Oh, this is a first. This <laughs> is it ever. This hey, is how a... are you? I am very well. How are you? Well, I'm good. I'm sitting here having a glass of port wine. Oh my God! With so, something, with something weird is going. It sounds like it sounds like a robot first when you start talking. Uh oh! I wonder if that's my phone. Uh, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, as I said, I pulled out my Waterford Crystal port wine glasses, and. The two of us are half in the bag. I said, wait, wait till Jim calls. He's going to call. And he just took the bottle <clears throat> over to the door where the light is. And he's it's like 19% <laughs> Of course it is. We're going to learn. Oh, no. Well, uh, we're, you and I are going to learn about that in a few minutes. But first, I have to tell you how all this came about. So, um, uh-huh. so uh, between your daughter and uh, and Patrick, I decided them to, uh, to give them the week off because uh, oh. they you know they they work so hard. We have such a collection, and I'm going to throw some numbers at you. you. You're not going to believe this. So okay, this episode that we're in right now that we're recording is episode 162. I can't believe it. You're right. I can't believe it. And <laughs> I mean, you've done that 162 times. But wow! But do you know how many moth reports have happened uh, over the past one hundred and sixty-two episodes? Oh, how many? Seventy-two. No way. Seventy-two. No, no way. You are responsible it. for the accuracy of the weather all over, the, at least the uh, New England coast. <laughs> well, it's good to know. I know people you know, are so planning accurate. their days, taking their umbrellas out, all based. <laughs> on your knowledge of uh, humidity or not. And we turned the mic on you, then all hell broke loose. <laughs> well, and it it, uh, it actually works out because I get that out of me. You know how I love to talk about the weather. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, it, it gave me an outlet. So it's been therapeutic for me. And I'm always, I've, I am a weather buff, I have to say. 
uh, I've got complaints about it all the time, but I love <laughs> the weather and I love New England because you can get a you can get a hurricane, you can get a blizzard. It's, it's so much fun. Were you like this as a kid? And, oh, I was. It's actually my brother and I were both like this. We were both. Uh, <laughs> as a matter of fact, we were at a party at, at his house once, and there probably were five or six people in the kitchen. And the TV was on in the other room, and everybody's talking about something serious, and like, and then he and I just automatically got up and left the room, and and they turned around, and the two of us were gone. We were sitting in front of Don Kent and the weather on Channel Four in Boston, and he he's exactly the same as I am. We just our weather buffs. Like I said, it's a hobby, and so it makes it interesting for Christmas gifts. People give me. Little personal weather centers oh, and that. all kinds of barometers and stuff like that. But it just, but it, and Erin calls me every day like a good daughter. And <clears throat> so, the, you know, the first thing that happens is we talk about the weather. <laughs> I talk about the weather. And uh, so she always made fun of me about it. But look where it got me. Look where it got you. Now you have yes. a whole world of fans. Who are, are counting on you? I mean, we we're you know we climbed the charts in uh, South Korea, so I'm sure <laughs> if you go there, you're like you could you're probably considered the Elvis of South Korea right now. You know, they're very good to the elderly. I hear. Oh, they 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 do. They they hold they hold them in high I, I regard. I should learn a few words. You know, maybe like hot and humid. <laughs> You should get on that. I know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I could. Absolutely. Learn some of the language. So we have gotten to know bits of you throughout the podcast, but uh, we haven't uh, delved so deep, but but I don't think we've got to this. So let our viewers know, first of all, you're, you're Massachusetts born and bred, aren't you? Yes. As a matter of fact, Arlington born and bred. I haven't left town since I came into the world. (laughs) Literally the city that you live in now is the city that you were born in. How far from. Yeah, I I have a problem with (laughs) Because I we moved for, to this house from our other house, and I went berserk because I thought, "Oh my God, what have I done? I hate it here. I hate it here." And uh, then I got used to it. Now, see, if you took me out of this house and put me somewhere else, especially in another town, because Alex gotten very expensive to buy a house in, so uh, I think I'm just going to stay put for a while and see what happens. Out of curiosity, how far are you where you live now from actually where you were born? And grew I'm up. probably <clears throat> two miles. Wow. Two miles, but and, and Arlington Center is one and only. So all the shopping, I remember going up to town paint on when we'd have a snow day and we'd have a, a blizzard. Back in the 1950s, we had a lot of blizzards. And when school was canceled, they would blow the horn at the sure, fire we had, station. Sure, when we had real weather and the world wasn't melting. Yeah. How much has Arlington changed over the years? Well, is, is, is it a town or do you still recognize the city that you grew it, up in? No, it's a town. It, and I don't know what the difference is between a town and a city. I think it's in the governing boards or whatever. Uh, but, um, yeah, we, we kind of even got involved in politics when I was growing up. My brother-in-law was a, a senator uh, from the a state senator from Arlington, Lexington, Winchester. So we all got pulled into politics and uh uh, he also was a selectman of the town of Arlington. So we have a, we have, you know, having, being the youngest of six, we had a lot of people in the family and a lot of relatives. And uh, it was a nice place to grow up. And I enjoyed school. I joined the local marching band. And <laughs> I, I had an idyllic childhood. As, but Aaron makes fun of me. So um, 
Now, explain to me once and for all, what is it that you did for a living? You work, Did you work for the government? Indirectly. Indirectly. And, and not until I was like in my 50s, but... Uh, I, I, oh, that came I later. To, in, in, yeah, that was just recently, actually. But like when I, in, in my day, <laughs> uh, not all women went to college. Lot Most women went to secretarial school or, you know, a two-year type of college, you know, for, that, for those skills. And you went to work in an office. That's just how it was. And uh, you had a typewriter. I'm, I'm telling you, I go way back. Then, then, you know, computers started coming in, and I worked at a company for like 30 years. Well, I started working at Northeastern University. That's where I met my husband. Oh. And uh, we used to sneak out of the office and hide under the stairs and kiss. <laughs> oh, okay, I could stop on my, this on my, at any on time. my lunch hour, that is. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> but um, then I, after I worked there, I worked there for three years, then I went to a consulting firm that was close by home and I worked there for 30 years. Then they went bankrupt, of course. Um, and then I had to find another job because uh, I had kids in college and that sort of thing. And I ended up working um, for MIT and that's where I got, you know, I was t- indirectly involved with the government kind of stuff. The infamous and, red um, phone story. Yes. My red phone story. My <laughs> For anybody was, listening uh, to this podcast for the first line. time, you have to go back uh, and hear the famous red phone story. We're not going to repeat it here. It's worth you going back uh, yep. and, and understand the 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 most delicious history of this lady that I'm speaking with right now. And when <laughs> I say delicious, it means the cake was involved. Uh, <laughs> now, As always, cake. Now, let me ask you this. So at, at any point nervous of the fact that on a weekly basis you're being recorded? Yeah. Uh, you're talking to somebody who's like basically shy. I was shy my whole life, so I find it hard to give up, uh, see, you know, my secrets. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm secrets, sure they're deep. But I don't know what it is. I'm not, uh, I'm not, you know, if, if there's a picture being taken, you'll find me in the last row. I'm well, this is shy. great because you, you, you also get to uh, hide in the comfort of your own home and no one gets to see your face during this. So you can uh, just be yourself, which you always are, which is what makes the Moth Report so much fun because you're always yourself. Yeah, well, I don't know how to be anybody else. <laughs> if I could choose to be somebody else, let's see. Who would I be? <laughs> who would oh you be? Oh, my God. Diane I, Keaton. I, somebody a little more outgoing. Uh, who do I admire? I'd have to I'd have to find somebody I admire. So right now, that's kind of like, uh, I don't know. There are so many people out there who listen to this, who get in touch with us, and people literally directly who I don't know who come up to know who I am in New York and will come up to me, talk to me about the podcast. And always one of their first uh, questions to me is how's moth. Like they, <laughs> they literally uh, think as they should, that you are a part of their family. Uh, they, oh, that's good. They, uh, because they are so delighted by you. And it's one of those things where I really think if for any reason, um, I think with, yes, yet there are no signed contracts with you. If you ever decided that, uh, <laughs> that you didn't want to do this anymore, you would, uh, it, this would, this would be a problem, not with us, but the, uh, the masses at large who listen to Dear Pod, uh, they would not allow uh. this to happen. <laughs> Let me ask you, what, what if, what's been uh, some of the surprising things or what, what, have, what have you liked about either doing this or listening, listening to the podcast? First of all, would, even before Dear Pod, did you even 
know about podcasts or listen to any? No, I, I mean, like, I, they, I think they were coming into popularity not that long ago, actually. They're kind of a new thing. And now there's like so many of them. And Aaron's always telling me, check out this podcast, check out that podcast. But I end up uh, not. <laughs> but uh, I really should because it, it, it's almost like reading a book when you're listening to a podcast. Uh, and I love uh, like to read biographies and stuff like that. And I'll bet there's plenty of podcasts out there. Absolutely. Something like that. Absolutely. Uh, I really have to look into it, but I, I'm not sure where to go. You know, I'm not that computer savvy. But um, it, it'd be sure as heck worth uh, worthwhile to check it out. And what do you enjoy um, about Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast? I just sit and laugh. I, I just, it's almost like you're in a private conversation with Patrick and Aaron and you peppered in here and there. Uh, it's like, it's like you're sitting in on someone's private conversation because the, the way they go off, uh, then I find myself laughing out loud and you don't know me that well to know that it's very hard to get me to laugh out loud. <laughs> but I, you know, I always like probably listen like early morning cause I'm up early in the morning. And if I just kind of like having a lazy day, I put the podcast on my phone and listen to it and Jack will come downstairs and I'll, I'll be sitting here laughing like an idiot because those, those two, just get me uh get me going some of the things they say are so funny uh you know it, it, they're just so good together it's they, just they are. that's why it's lasted so long because i've never seen two people it, it's like they're meeting each other for the first time every time because well, well i always said that when they, they get, when they first when when i first met patrick um i've told the story it was at a mutual friend's wedding and he and aaron where they were, we were all sitting together at the same table and they were talking all day. And finally he said to her, how long have you known him? And she said, we just met today. Why? <laughs> and so down the line, when we had the idea for the podcast and she said, I don't want to do this alone. I, I, I want to bring in somebody. And without even knowing Patrick's background or whatever, she, she goes, but that's who I want to do it with because that chemistry from the get go. Yeah. Is really, that's really hard to find. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's move along and we're going to go to this next segment. Uh, Moth, you know how this works. Uh, it's, it's time and you could sing with me uh, because it's time for huh. listen to mail, Instagram oh, mail. Yeah. We're going to read listen with Moth that's Instagram mail. Yeah, have no idea. Let's I'm doing this for out. the first time. <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna have to sing. Oh, I would have practiced. Oh no, no, you're 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 right. You're right on pitch. I, I, I yeah, no, that's good. That's the key of Q. <laughs> All right, well, well we have one in, uh, one Instagram uh, letter today, uh, and um, um, well, you don't have this, so I'll be reading reading it, and I'll also be answering okay. it on behalf of I'll both listen. of us. Okay, let's see. This says, "Dear Pod." I recently took a much-deserved one-week vacation from my highly successful comedy advice podcast only to find out my husband decided to stage a hostile takeover and hijack an episode. He is actually currently holding my mother hostage on the air. I fear there will be no way to deflate his now Mardi Gras-sized head after experiencing the sweet delight that is hosting a highly successful comedy advice podcast. Any wisdom on how to bring him back down to earth and also 
any advice on how to effectively put him back in his cage in the sub-basement without getting scratched. <laughs> Signed, definitely not Aaron. Oh, oh yeah, right. All right. Well, well, dear, definitely. <laughs> suck it up. Oh. <laughs> he's doing a good job, and he's got a little sidekick here who's half, half in the bag and happy to accommodate uh, whatever he asks me. So... <laughs> Enjoy your vacation, your week off. You, you too, Patty. And uh, hopefully, we'll see you back at the helm pretty soon. But in the meantime, relax, put your feet up. We're having a good time. How, how's that signed? Who's it from? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. You. I have to sign it. Yeah, Moth. Moth. <laughs> oh, yeah, my name. Okay. <laughs> Oh, and here's Who's my <laughs> and here's my answer. <laughs> Dear Def, unfortunately, it sounds like once you let this monster out, there will be no reining him in. Much like Johnny Depp's bed after Amber Heard took a dump, the damage is done. <laughs> the best you can hope for is the ratings drop, which I'm sure will not happen, to show him he's a far less capable host of Dear Pod, the incredible, successful, wildly funny, highly irreverent <laughs> comedy advice podcast now in its third year on the air. Maybe you should take this momentarily break to look inside yourself. Why are you so threatened? What is it about your sex pile of a husband that makes you fear his intense burgeoning podcast talent? Are you afraid he'll receive more a more successful spinoff? That he will be the Frasier to your cheers? Ooh. My advice, spend less time worrying about he and more time looking at thee. And as far as getting him back down into the sub-basement, I recommend luring him there with an oaky bourbon and a medium rare steak from Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. <gasps> Good luck, you vacationing son of a bitch, and happy new pot hunting. Jewels with my tossed salad and scrambled eggs. <laughs> Hooray! That was beautiful. I just love that you just uh, you, you just improved a response right out of the blue. Good. <laughs> and I I like the sound of Ruth's Chris meat and booze. That sounds. Uh, you know, I'd be happy to. Like I just had a roast beef tonight too. I was I must crave red meat or something along that, but. The thought of a nice steak and some of your brown booze sounds good. pretty good to me. Very good. Very good. And, you know, it's funny that you should say that because uh, you just uh, opened the door uh, down to the basement as we walked down there to the Maha uh, Tiki Lounge. And I think it's the best introduction now for our final segment of this podcast. It's time for a specialty cocktail specialty drink moth is in the bag i gotta find a bag and i'll get on it she is drunk drunk drunky drunk 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 oh she's gonna have more jack is passed out on the couch Yes, this is, uh, we're here for this week's specialty cocktail, and this week's specialty cocktail is port. Yes, that's right, port. Just like the Dowager Countess and her ever-faithful Sprat, Moth and James Jules Ferris will be toasting with this, this aperitif while Aaron casts judgment from afar. Sprat! I love him! Yes. The ingredients for this that you will need is uh, just two ounces of port wine. 
and because that's all you can take. That's all you can take, and either and then pour into a shrunken wine glass or a port glass. Sip and enjoy. Now, yes. Now here are the tasting notes. Okay. We here at the Maha Tiki Bar are a refined bunch of people. After a challenging day at work, we like to come home to a hot meal. Kiss the children on the head, pet the family dog, put on our slippers, bring out our fine selection of cheeses, dried fruits, and mm. walnuts, and pour ourselves a ruby red glass of fortified goodness. Mm. Port is wine produced and then is fortified by the addition of a neutral grape spirit known as aguardente. To stop, the yeah. to stop the fermentation, leaving residual sugar in the wine and to boost the alcohol content. The wine is ah. then stored and aged, often in barrels, stored in a lodge, meaning cellar, before being bottled. The wine, oh my goodness. Yes, the wine received its name Port in the latter half of the 17th century from the seaport city of Porto at the mouth of the Douro River, where much of the product was brought to market or for uh, or for export to other countries in Europe. So, wow. take your pick. Ruby, Reserve Ruby, Rosé Ruby, Tawny, uh, Colita, Garifiera, White Port, uh, Late Bottle Vintage, Vintage, or the Blasphemous Crusted. Oh, my God. Have a sip. Keep the pinky up or down. Your choice. You're very oh. fancy. You're drinking port. Salute. Salute. So, I have Tawny. So let's Tawny see. Porto, now, it's have, called. And I have a uh, Valduro uh, Ruby Port. Uh, yeah. And this is a product of Portugal. And I, like you, have pulled out one of these little Italian crystal uh, glasses that I got from, that were passed out of my family. These were my grandmother's. <gasps> Hang on to those. That's like an heirloom. Oh I gosh, have mine. Is, What's amazing, I have, two, time, I have a little tiny a Waterford Crystal one. Yeah, these are like specifically th- for port. There you go. And what's amazing, every time I pour port, it, it's because of the, the the fortification of it. It's so it's so thick and syrupy that I know. <laughs> oh my god, it, it's like you already know it's. Oh my god, you're smelling it. It's like the that that sort of jammy. Um, yes. It, uh, Jack hates it. It's like cough syrup. <laughs> All right, here we go. Salute, Martha. I'm taking a sip. Salute. I'm going to take a sip of mine right now, too, in my Waterford Crystal. Mm. It brings back memories of when I was a little kid, and you'd have a big jug at the holidays, and they'd give you a little tiny sip of their drink, you know, your mother or father. Can I try it? And then they'd give you a little sip, and that's what that taste reminds me of. I, I forget that I really like this. Well, it t- it's it's an acquired taste. As a matter of fact, when we went to buy it, this was like a few months ago, we went to the Total Wine Store, and you know how huge that place is, and I couldn't find it anywhere. So the, we had to ask, that where is the port wine? And, the, and it's like one little shelf in the corner, and everything is under $10. So you see, hey, this is just the place for me. But it's not the sort of thing you can drink sit, drink a little. That's probably why the glasses are so small. Oh, I know. It's, it, well, it's so sugary. But it's, oh, very. And the uh, does it say how much? It, well, it, it's a little higher in alcohol. This what I'm drinking is nine nineteen percent. 
yeah, uh, alcohol yes. volume. Yeah, but, which uh, is a lot, isn't it? Yeah, it is a lot, but it's 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 really a nice little aperitivo digestive at the end of a yeah, meal. Yeah, I'd say that that after a big dinner, it would be nice uh, just to kind of settle your stomach because it is so sugary. Yes. But it's very good. It's, and, and again, like I said, you can just take this, a small glass, but that's all I, I want. Does anybody else in the family drink this besides you? No, nobody else. Everybody's into the Chardonnays and the uh, Beaujolais or whatever the heck ever, you know, of the reds and the whites. But I hate wine. The only wine I like is like uh, rosé or something sweet. So that's why I like port because I'm really into the sugary stuff. Oh, you, so you like the dessert wines. Yeah. How long can I keep port wine? Do I have to refrigerate it? I, you know, it's, it's one of those things. I think it's all up to taste. It's like opening any bottle of wine where, believe it or not, once you open it, they say it only lasts a few weeks. Yeah. But, yeah. but with the, the wine, the port that I'm sipping here, I opened months ago, but it's got a nice yeah. tight seal. It still tastes good. Yeah. Long, for this way, as long as it tastes good and I'm not getting sick over it, bring it on. Yeah, that's true. Take a little taste before you serve it or whatever. Yeah. I might even keep it in the refrigerator. And on that final note, we end this podcast, a celebration of moth and the moth report. You get the final word. Anything you want to say to the listeners at large? Thank you for listening. I'm so happy that somebody's interested in what I have to say. (laughs) I appreciate it. I love interacting with you, Jim, and Erin and Patty, of course. And uh, it's just a lot of fun. Sometimes I get uh, sidetracked, you know, how it happens. Uh, on a conversation, if they say something that gets me going elsewhere, uh, I can't help myself. <laughs> but sometimes that can be fun too. So, uh, I, I, uh, I hope that it's been amusing for you. Are you still there? Oh, oh my oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. I- <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hang no, up. No, no, no. She's still there. Still talking. Don't shit talk her. Oh. Hang This episode of Deer Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.